0: This is the Bartender Journey Podcast.
1: It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 255. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast that talks all about bartending and cocktails and spirits. Well, last week was Bar Convent Brooklyn. This is a new event, well, new to new the United States anyway. It began as Bar Convent Berlin, and uh, that's been going on several years. But here it is in New York and uh, in Brooklyn, in fact. So it's Bar Convent Brooklyn, and uh, it was a great event. We start, Monday was the first day. Well, uh, Tuesday was the first official day, but there were a few events on Monday. And we'll let you follow along with some of my adventures The first thing I did was meet up with Vance Henderson in a coffee shop in Brooklyn Alright, we're here with Vance Henderson, how are you sir? Hey, I'm doing alright brother, it's always good to see your face You too, you too So you moved, uh, since last time we interviewed you, you moved over to Monkey Shoulder
0: Yeah, moved over to the land of uh, swinging and slinging all of the monkey goodness <laughs> No longer shaking and stirring and grooving with uh, Drambui yeah. Although it will always be in my heart And yeah. right now we're swinging and slinging Getting a little right. cheeky over here in, in the Scotch world Right, right well, actually, I saw a recipe of yours somewhere recently that had, I think, it had monkey shoulder and drambouille, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually just did a Tiki by the Sea, right? and uh, I like doing the send-off breakfast for all of them, so we did uh, two breakfast coffee-style Tiki cocktails, and one of them did have drambouille and monkey shoulder. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like your coffee drinks. I still remember that one from San Antonio. That was yeah, really man, good. That's just where it all started. Started
0: our relationship off, man. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Well, cool. well, tell us what about Monkey Shoulder? What makes it special? Yeah, yeah. Blended so, scotch. You know, but.
0: yeah, blended 100% space side malt whiskey. So it comes from, of course, a phenomenal uh, family and house that you know brings us Balvini and Glenfiddich. Uh, but we really wanted to create something, for lack of better terms, that's a little less pretentious, was a little less tight yeah. um, than how you would stereotypically or traditionally think of scotch as you usually would think of in a traditional sense, uh, you know, some guy, you know, smoking a cigar, you know, all tight in a smoke-filled room, you know, you know, laughing or maybe talking about politics some some crap like that. But we wanted to create something that was more, uh, you know, had the collar open a little bit and fun and definitely made for mixing in cocktails. Traditionally, you don't, wouldn't think of a scotch blended whiskey being used in cocktails, you know, but right. we break all the rules. If there are rules to that have been kind of, uh, and walls that have kind of been built up over, you know, all of these years, we like to kick the walls in. Uh, so, 100% side malt whiskey that is uh, all in three. So, we take uh, all of our casts, we look at it, and we tend to blend it for flavor. So, kind of a misconception is that it's still, uh, as it started, uh, Glenfiddich, Balevini, uh, and Kenevy. Uh But what uh, the master distil, uh, blender Brian Kinsman does is he looks at all of our casts and then he begins to pick them in threes for small batch blending and he puts them together for flavors. So he's able to concentrate on those three to get a specific flavor profile that he wants. Then he will put all of those together and then put them in our huge marion ton, which we call our Megaton, and then it all marries together to get the right flavor profile that we want all together. So, because everything's kind of exploded um, and kind of like a a reinvention and and a new energy put behind Glenfiddich where it's just going crazy now and flying off the shelves, and the same thing with uh, Balvini, it just was no capacity to really be able to sustain all of the growth for them and to put on what every, you know, everything that's happening with Monkey Shoulder. So it's still the same flavor profile, the same mix, the same hookup at how we do it, everything uh, in three, the magic number, which is why we've got three monkeys uh, on the bottle there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to break it down a little um, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a blend of single malt whiskeys. It's a so, blend of
0: 100% space-side malt right. whiskeys. Where some, some
1: blended scotches will add um, neutral grain spirit or other no, no, things. No, no that, grain, yeah, no yeah, pain in heaven. doesn't do
0: that. No, but, no grain so, whatsoever. Right, right. All malt. And, of course, you know, the name uh, tips the hat to the, the malt men, you know, that spent those long hours of all those years, you know, turning and flipping all of that. And, you know, they kind of uh, developed this, you know, shoulder and, and, and arm... Uh, impediment, if you will. Uh, of course, it no longer is thank goodness to you know modern medicine and all that. But again, it's a tip of the hat to all the work that they did. Uh, so that's why you get that's the it. name monkey shoulder because you know their arm would kind of hang almost down like yeah. a monkey. So you know it's kind of you know fun and you know kind of again tipping the hat and paying honor and giving respect where it's due to yeah. those men. Well, it's good stuff and it's an affordable price point. I mean,
1: i, I drink i it. You know just on ice absolutely it's, and that's it's the beautiful great. thing
0: about its versatility because it does work like in a sense of traditional.s like you can yeah. drink it neat, it's yeah. amazing. You get those vanilla and those orange and citrus notes that come through that you know that uh, woody oakiness to it. Uh, but then you know it's good on the rocks you know with a little bit of dilution there and a little bit of water, it opens up beautifully yeah and then you know we've just blown you know the door completely down in this whole realm of cocktails where, you know, we're putting, you know, a malt whiskey in tiki cocktails. You know, you see it in coffee cocktails, in frozen machines all over the country. You know, it's, it's just really uh, uh, no limitations to how one would use it. It's really, uh, do the bartenders out there have the skills that are going to pay the bills? Do, do they really, are, gonna, are they going to step up to the challenge to see how they're going to use this liquid in an array of different cocktails.
1: Right. Well yeah, there's so much you can do with it. The profile of the spirit is just so complex to begin with. So you mm-hmm. can really make some interesting cocktails with Absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely. I mean you can look to the you know, Sam Ross, you know, with the uh, you know, modern classic, you know, penicillin cocktail and you know the Mamie He's doing it frozen, right? And yeah, yeah. All. He's doing it frozen, yeah, and they've got one <laughs> over there shoulder, uh, yeah. in Brooklyn. That, and yeah. That's uh, they call it the Penicillin, right? The, right. the Penicillin, you know. <laughs> I've that. Uh, so, so that's definitely awesome. cool in more than one way. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Concentrated flavor. It's always good when you can get a good frozen cocktail that the flavor is concentrated. You know, it, you right. can get. Um, you know, the, the booziness still comes out. All right. of the different, whether it's citrus or your fruity notes, all still come forward. So a lot of times people make frozen drinks, just to be very honest, and they're, they're weak, you know. Yeah, right. All right. Um, and then, you know, sugar definitely matters, you know, when you're making those. And sure. I think people tend to be scared of adding more sugar, you know, to a cocktail uh, that's going to be frozen. But in order to get that balance mm. proper, you've got to bump that sugar up.
1: And you need some, yeah. Yeah. So, we're kicking off uh, Bar Convent Brooklyn today.
0: It's kind of a yeah, kickoff brother. day, and mm-hmm. uh,
1: you got something exciting planned, right, with this award? Absolutely.
0: So, we at William Grant and Sons have a, a, an array of different uh, events going on. A lot of our ambassadors are doing different seminars and uh, different uh, pop ups and things like that tonight. Uh, We have our portfolio party that's going down at the European Bartender School uh, here in Brooklyn. And then tomorrow night, we have something extremely special for all of the beautiful people out there. We have brought over the uh, American bar team at the Savoy in London, uh, one of the oldest, if not the oldest, uh, you know, continually running cocktail bars there in London. We're bringing their entire team over, and we're doing a pop-up tomorrow night, Tuesday here in Brooklyn. Uh, that's a part of our Distortion Tour with Monkey Shoulder. So essentially, our Distortion Tour is where we've partnered with these amazing, phenomenal bars uh, all across the country, and in a sense, the world. So the Savoy in London, Herbs and Rye, uh, Employees Only, Attaboy, uh, and, and so many more. And we are literally touring them around the country to do pop-ups. Uh, and we call it the Distortion Tour because we're presenting these bars and their bar teams in a way that you would not traditionally experience them. So. For instance, we did Denver and Detroit, where we had Attaboy, and we themed that the Blue, uh, because of course Attaboy is you know a, you know everyday man's you know speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, but where else would you experience their team making cocktails for 300 people? Oh wow! You know, you know with the <laughs> music going crazy. So what is that like eight barstools?
1: <laughs> exactly. <Right. laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to have
0: the Savoy, <laughs> and they're going to give us their traditional uh, white glove, pristine you know service, and then we're going to flip the night a little later on for something that I can't necessarily let you in on a secret. You have to be there <laughs> to would. really experience it. I'll be there. Yeah you're VIP, your VIP brother. You're VIP. Uh, yes, sir. I, I put I plugged you, you into your seat today. Awesome. Can't wait. Really excited. I've never have you been to the Savoy? I've
1: seen you have I have. I've yes. never been I don't know uh, much yeah, about it's, it honestly.
0: It's and I mean even when you walk up to the hotel it's like whoa, this is something pretty yeah. pretty amazing here and then you walk in and see the uh, you know all of the architecture, and the crown molding, and you know just the the classicness of it, or, or one would say the swagger of the place itself. It's mm. really, really a funky place, uh, and it gives you all the feels literally when you walk in. How big a bar is it? Well, they've got several yeah. uh, different bars, and yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting because they have at the American bar one bar that has you know a, a few different uh, seats. Uh, I can't remember the number off my head. Maybe it's, you know, say eight seats, six or eight seats, something like that. But then they have different table service, and it's all about how they give you phenomenal cocktails, phenomenal service. It's all about the hospitality is what they present. And how they handle the bar and all of these tables, is something really magical. Like it's something that you have to experience. Yeah. Me, you know, sitting here is not going to do it justice (laughs) at all. Well, I'll get a taste tomorrow. Can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, brother. We're going to we're bringing the magic, bringing the monkey magic tomorrow.
1: Awesome. What do you got coming up? What's next for you?
0: Oh, man, I've got a, a crazy, crazy schedule, uh, which is absolutely great. I, I love it. So, yeah, we've got the Distortion Tour that's that's going on. Uh, we also have a BCB, which we're experiencing right now. Uh, I don't know if you've seen online or you know maybe driving down the highways and the byways, we've got the Monkey Mixer. Uh, oh, man. This is something else that you are going to have to see, but to make a, a very long story short, just think of... Uh, a mashup between a monster truck, a cement mixer, and a cocktail <laughs> oh, shaker. Oh wait I've seen this. Yeah, man. I've seen this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it, it's so nice. We had to make it twice, uh, literally. So we've got one now that's going to be, you know, handling uh, the working from the West Coast in, and we're going to. We just finished creating a new one that's going to work on the East Coast. So we have two of those, and we're going to bring that down to tell of the cocktail. All right. Uh, so we've got both of those tours going on, along with. <laughs> (laughs) the Distortion Tour, and then of course you have the Ultimate Bartender Championship, the UBC, and our uh, Bad Monkeys Academy, where we have some uh, icons in the industry uh, that are definitely going to share their uh, experience, expertise, and give some tidbits and working points to our industry friends. All right. So we've got uh, many different schedules, many different activities going on. So you can uh, certainly catch a monkey's shoulder swinging and slinging the cocktail action somewhere in a neighborhood near you. All right. Awesome.
1: Is, there a, uh, is all this information compiled somewhere online? Can uh, it's that. not in one particular
0: place, but of course, <laughs> if you always want uh, cocktails, uh, you can go to monkeyshoulder.com, and then for all of the latest you know, information um, and happenings, you pretty much can follow me yeah. on uh, Instagram, at VTYsGuy, because I'll be at all these places, so right. I'll have to schedule, <laughs> and feel free to drop me a line uh, on any form of social media, and I'll let you know uh, where we are and what we've got going on. Of course, you right. got to be 21, uh, uh, because course. we want to uh, be responsible. Oh, we yeah. don't uh, want to be any drunken monkeys. No, no way. No, no. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Always great to see you. But, brother, I appreciate, always, appreciate you always. Thank you for the yeah. time, and uh, I hope you're ready for a pretty epic week, man, because we're uh, about yeah. to put it down. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Very you, Thank you, brother.
1: Yeah, you heard Vance talk about that monkey shoulder Savoy party, we'll hear more about that later. But first, we went over to the New York Distilling Company with Alan Katz and he gave a great uh, blending seminar. So this was all about, he, he gave us uh, samples from five different barrels in, in bottles and asked us to blend together the bottles in, in a uh, way that we thought tasted good. So that's how, that's how you know, most whiskey is made. It, it's not uh, straight out of a, one barrel unless it says single barrel on it. So, uh, most, most whiskeys will be blended within the uh, the stores that are uh, in the rick house as you call them. So it's blended from different barrels and uh, to produce a consistent tasting product. So that was an interesting thing. And uh, you can listen in just a little bit as we worked as a team to come up with uh, our blend. What do you guys taste in that one? I Definitely. feel like some apricot. Tough one. Yeah, I got like green Green apple. Green apple. No. Yeah, yeah. Some grass. you, yeah. grass. you yeah. taste something? Oh, yeah. The rye, the rye yeah. flavor is yeah. not all that pronounced, really. Have we tasted through the samples yet? Two Two around, yeah? Right now. All right, yeah. so what's the next one? Sweet well. No. no. Um, got Let's try the next. Yeah, that's 290, That's our friend and podcast listener, Johan. He was sitting across from me. Little shout out to Johan.
2: If you have any questions on a specific barrels, just ask. And uh, as I've been it's saying, you the, might uh, 312. have... 312. You know, there's two obvious perspectives. One is... Would you drink the whiskey on its own, deep or on the rocks? That might be one profile, Uh, but another might be if you've got a love affair with Manhattans or Old Fashions or some other whiskey drink, what's the mouthfeel or the perspective you might give your blend individually if you're going to add other ingredients to it. It could be the same thing, but just from a thought process it's fun to... Think about it, I think, in both ways, particularly from a bartending perspective or an enjoyment perspective.
1: That's Alan Katz, the proprietor of the New York Distilling Company. We did a full interview with Alan last year at Tales of the Cocktail. Speaking of Tales of the Cocktail, I'll be going back for 2018, and the trip is booked, and we'll be sure to get lots of recordings for, uh, for the show down while we're down there. If you're going to be there, be sure to let me know. Maybe we'll meet up for a cocktail. You can get in touch with me on the contact page at bartenderjourney.net. All right, back to the blending seminar.
2: You're going to need something that is filler, <laughs> yeah. you know, something that provides most of the body of this whiskey. Uh, and so you keep an eye out for something like that. It could be something that's just sort of benign in a way. You say, hmm, that's a little nondescript. I wonder if that will go well and allow me to latch on with attributes of the high notes, the fruitiness and oh, the stone fruit, fruit of the lower doesn't. notes of... The dark the cherry or whatnot. Yeah. At first, one we tasted two nineteen was great on its own. It yeah. Well, there are some of yeah. these. Some of these actually were sold yeah. as single oh, barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, yeah. you know, we don't. If we put a little tasting kit together single barrels, we don't say, "Don't you like this one?" We put six samples in front of someone or five samples and say, "If you like one of these, great. If you want Here to taste another taste. set?" great to, to each their own and then if you ask questions we'll give you our opinion yeah but we try and sort of steer clear of <laughs> interference yeah. or an, an overly heavy sales effort it's an experience right. so
1: i was sitting next to a gentleman named andy and we uh ended up coming up with a blend the two of us did and uh it came out pretty good i thought we we got to take a little bit home and i actually haven't tasted it since that day until just now i'm gonna take a little taste Yeah, our blending came out pretty good. We added uh, just a little bit of water to it. All the bottles were 94 proof when we started. We ended up adding about uh, a little bit of water. I think we brought it down to about 84 proof. But it's uh, it's it's really tasty and, and delicious. Uh, you know, all I did was mix <laughs> three three or four bottles together with some water. But you know, Al- Alan and his team did all the hard work of actually making the whiskey. But but it just shows um, the blending is, is a real art. And uh, it ain't easy, especially to keep a consistent product, as was proved in this seminar that we just did. uh, Every barrel tastes different, you know, and uh, so we had, like I said, we had the five different, uh, five or six different bottles, all from different barrels, and they all tasted vastly different. So I'm just always amazed how these uh, blenders, uh, the master blenders, are able to come up with a consistent product uh, year after year, as as what they're working with is is different all the time. It's amazing. (laughs) Anyway, a good time was had by all and we uh, learned a little something along the way. Then it was off to the party that Vance mentioned earlier, the William Grant and Sons party at the European Bartending School, which I had actually not ever heard of before, but it was a very nice facility, and from what I understand, they have a good program there. So uh, if you're looking for education, there's another option for you. I'm going to do uh, Cocktails in the Country again. You may have heard me mention that before, but uh, there's a couple of sessions left. Uh, it's in just north of Manhattan, and uh, that's with Gary Gazregan, so uh, if you're lucky, you might be able to get on in on that. It's a very cool thing, and I'll be there July 9th and 10th. Uh, 2018 and I think there's two or three sessions after that and that'll be it for the year so you can find out about that on garyregan.com slash cocktails in the country the next day was full of tasting rooms and seminars and uh, meeting new people and seeing old friends it was a really great event that evening I went uh, Tuesday evening I went off to that Savoy party that we talked about earlier that was held at Diamond Reef in Brooklyn adventures in brooklyn and uh learned a lot met a lot of great people saw a lot of great friends and i hope you will attend next time uh next year we'll do it again bar convent brooklyn So we'll bring you more from Bar Convent Brooklyn next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. I hope you're subscribed so you get the new shows as soon as they become available. If you have any questions about how to subscribe, just go to bartenderjourney.net slash subscribe. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast. Here's our toast. Here's to a friend. He knows you well and likes you just the same. Cheers. We'll see you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast.